Hello and welcome to the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast. Today we have a very late night episode. We're starting when we usually stop, so who knows what's going to happen. Ian's got all night to pod because Bronwyn's off uh, gallivanting with her friends. Yeah. And uh, we've got some late night topics prepared for you, but we're going to start with some very light topics. I think we should, and then we'll dig into the more risque, light late night topics. Like, uh, for instance, David. David's mm. been texting all day, fervently. Uh, he's supposed to be having a date night with his lady, but instead, and and he skipped the pod that we were going to do earlier this afternoon. So, but instead, we're. Uh, He's he's texting me, and he, he's excited to death about getting all of us into an isolation chamber. Not a, not in the same one, <laughs> like we all I was get say, at the same time. <laughs> I don't know what what he would want to do. The sneaky D. <laughs> oh, that's where that's how he gets his name. Okay, finally we know. <laughs> finally we know where the sneaky D comes from. But yeah, he wants to get us into an isolation chamber. Isolation chambers are basically just floating. Like 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 little buckets of water that you cover yourself in, uh, and you don't cover yourself. You go into the bucket of water, and you're floating. You, you're in your bikini. You're in your trunks. You're in whatever you need. I don't know if they allow, uh, you know, sands, clothing. Mm-hmm. That's an interesting thought because, like, if I want to be completely isolated, I might not want the to be encumbered by, uh, by. by Swim trunks because every time yeah. I have swim trunks in a small amount of water, like they always bunch up, and then I'm always like pushing them down, and then it's making bubbles, and then everyone yeah, thinks like I farted. Sticks to your skin. There would be a, a texture thing, maybe yeah. that would be distracting from the from, nothingness. Yeah, if I want to experience nothingness, I need to be with my nothingness. I can't, I can't be thinking, oh, I, I am nothing. I am nothing, but I am also a Hawaiian pattern shorts. I can't do that. So he wants us to get into an isolation chamber. Uh, He's got these Groupon deals he wants to give a shot with. uh, And basically the days we'd be doing it would be Friday night or Sunday uh, next week. So if we can do it, we can do it. You know, give it a a thought. Maybe you you said Bronwyn might want to try it out. I think she'd be more into it than I would. Yeah, why is that? Um... She's she's always looking for like ways to to relax and kind of get away from uh, the the stress of daily life and mm-hmm. I feel like I would just be too much in my own head and I'm like in my own head all the time every day. That's true. You're a very uh uh what's the word? thoughtful person. You're very uh reflective. Cerebral. Uh, you have cerebral. You have a very you have a very creative demeanor about you. You mm-hmm. created uh, probably the best visual thing to come out of Scottcast. This is something that Scottcast is something I've invested way too much money in creating visual things. And here you are with a pencil and a paper, and you made the best thing. We have these Hamtramck Avenger stickers. They're almost ready by the time this pod comes out. No, that's not true. But <laughs> soon, soon, soon enough. If you go around Hamtramck, look at look at any nary dumpster, and you will see a sign of the Hamtramck Avengers, and you know you will be safe. Not the dents from people being tackled against them, but yeah, actual marks. Yeah, actual actual little uh, logos and marks. Like like there'll be a dent, and then there'll be a Hamtramck Avengers logo kind of uh, rubbed into it, you know, with a sticker. Yeah, it'll have a little bit of a texture to it due to the uh, impact. Mm-hmm. That's right. Yeah, so I don't know. I don't know how much uh, deeper into my own psyche I want to be. Right. Or like isolated with my thoughts. I'm. I'm comfortable with my uh my exposure to my own psyche do you think do you think you would go crazy do you think you'd uh snap and i think an hour sounds like a long time it does i would feel like i was in there for days and i'd probably get claustrophobic yeah i mean i'm sure they have a button or something yeah or if you like bang on it hard enough they'll they're not going to force you to do it for an hour right i would hope not (laughs) you know we just we just uh David and I would wake up. David wants to bring his lightsaber. Well, isn't that cheating? A little bit, right? Because what are you going to do? Play with your rod while you're in there? Well, knowing David. Yeah, probably. He's an id. 
raw sexual energy just bursting forth from him in the form of uh, geekdom. Mm-hmm. He calls his lightsaber his uh, nerdly wet dream. So who knows what he's going to be doing in that isolation chamber? I'm just you're going to want to change the water. You're going to want to change the water. Yeah, that's exactly true. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, let's just say I'm glad that we're going to have separate little chambers yeah because for me like i'm kind of excited for the idea like um i used to go to a zen monastery Mm -hmm. like just down here in amtramic uh and i've experimented with zen meditation stuff and there's a lot of benefits to be had for exercising the complete clearing of your mind i feel like an isolation chamber is a bit cheating because the idea is like you're supposed to be able to just kind of sit where you are and clear your mind that way and, right and if you're in a vast space of nothingness that that's kind of cheating it's like what do you do just 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 lay there but i don't know maybe how difficult would it be like you like you said like you would go deep into your psyche and like things would start happening i heard uh heard tell mm-hmm. from people who have used it that they start hallucinating yeah like joe rogan went on his podcast and he was saying how he went into an isolation chamber once sure he was high on drugs but that could have something to do with it yeah (laughs) but he imagined he was uh coming upon this continent and that he discovered a group of uh, tribesmen who all spoke some weird language that he didn't know what it was but he did somehow know how to speak it and how to understand it and he was there speaking with these tribesmen and talking with them and mm-hmm. and understanding them and then all of a sudden whoosh, he was out of the isolation chamber that sounds like he fell asleep to me yeah and he just had a dream like what's the difference between a hallucination and a dream let's be honest like how do you know you're awake and, and you count it as a hallucination when you're in an isolation chamber and there is no real gap between being awake, being asleep, having a dream, and waking up. I mean, yeah, it'd be tricky to measure unless you had, like, uh, some kind of brain hookup to watch. EKG, is that what on. that is? Um, EKG would be like an electric heart. That'd be for your heart. Mm. So, like, a EEG, electroencephalogram. Oh, okay. That sounds fun. Yeah. Like, what do you hook that up to? Like, into your spinal column? That'd be your, uh, it'd be kind of the same as EKG. They'd have the little stickies that just kind of go on the t- top of your skin. Okay. Um, I read a, It would measure, like, electrical currents in your brain. I read a very interesting fact about brains and dinosaurs yeah. last night. Uh, stegosauruses? Mm-hmm. Uh, they're they're known to have very small brains, very small brain cases in their skull. Yep. Uh, but uh, right at the root of their hips, kind of in their spinal column, mm-hmm. there's this enlarged cavity. And uh, in the 19th century, paleontologists speculated that this was for a second brain. Interesting. Isn't that crazy? I mean, that makes a lot of sense. These di- these dinosaurs were designed well, I could for see defense, it being like a, a nerve cluster. Yeah. But like a second brain, like what would it, what would it, how would, what would the function be? I think the function is like their head can get grossly damaged, like say in a fight with a tyrannosaur mm-hmm. and the body itself can still function because uh, most of its brain functioning doesn't take place in the head. So like maybe it's a stupid stegosaurus now. <laughs> <laughs> But it's not a completely dead stegosaurus due to brain damage. Yeah. Turns out none of that's true. Turns out, like, they have the same kind of space in birds, bird hips. Mm-hmm. Turns out they, and, and it, uh, but they still have no idea what that's for. Okay. So it's like a mystery of nature. Interesting. Like, why do they have these nerve clusters there? Or or these, these little spinal, um, these very large spinal kind of cavities. Mm-hmm. It could be anything. It could be anything from oh, this makes you. This is because you use a lot of movement down there. I mean, that could be. Uh, a lot of our involuntary movements don't actually come from our brain. Really? Like a lot of like uh, so like your reflexes, like going on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> well, I don't know where that comes from. That's probably reptile brain kind of thing, amygdala. Yeah, because, like, what I do is, like, when I'm on my keyboard, like, uh, I'll, I'll just press F-Enter, like, mm-hmm. without even thinking about it. 
oh, F enter. And that brings you to Facebook. Yeah. So like, but like, uh, so say like your hands on a hot stove and you pull it off and that doesn't take very long. That doesn't go all the way to your brain because you're, it'll shoot up your arm, but it'll like your spinal cord has enough information to make that reflex happen. Okay. Okay. Is so it could be that, yeah, they use their hinds parts to the tail kind of um, reacts to air drafts and stuff to, to keep them afloat. And when they're doing their thing up in the, the air there, I don't know. Stegosauruses? Um, they, they, they don't go in the air. No, but maybe uh, if they sense something in the rear, they got to have that. Those little spikies react before their head gets crushed. I could see that. Like they're hyper violent. Like like yeah. they like something even comes near their tail and they're just like, oh, screw you. Yeah. <laughs> Impale. Impale. I'm still chewing. Impale. You know, that way they get a little bit of food in them before they mm-hmm. uh, cause death and destruction. I mean, that, that would be adaptive. Yeah, that would make sense. They lived for a long time. They lived for longer than human beings have. Mm-hmm. So clearly they are doing something right with their stupid little brains that we make fun of all the time. Yeah. We're about to kill ourselves with our brains. That's true. And these stegosaurus lasted way longer with their tiny little pea brains and their stupid hip brains that aren't actually brains. They're just they're just reflexes, I guess. Or That's my... Uh theory amateur opinion based on my limited knowledge of neuroscience and this thing that you just told me about <laughs> that i don't have any real information about well <laughs> <laughs> like how much real information does anybody have on this kind of thing you know what i'm saying that's fun we should just make up more theories based on like very limited and incomplete information more often yeah i bet i bet we'd come across some real solid gold be like, you know what? I saw some tracks in my front yard today. And I'd be like, you know, that was probably a velociraptor. Speaking of tracks. Why. Speaking of tracks, I got a field trip planned with Sabal. Yeah. We're going to Colorado. Exciting. And guess what we're gonna go see? You're very close, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> Down to the theropod. Tyrannosaurus Rex tracks. Yeah. That's right. There's some um, uh Tyrannosaurus Rex tracks, uh preserved in colorado we're gonna go check that out sweet and this is a total scott cast trip there's also uh, a restaurant that we might go to mm-hmm. i don't know if we will but uh it's owned by uh none other than the fourth member's brother really that's right elon musk's brother so we're gonna go back to the scott cast catalog and clear out some of the opinions we've had mm. visit the restaurant you know try to get buddy buddy with this guy i think that'll be a good idea I wonder what he thinks of his brother. I think they're I think they're friends. Are I they? think they're good. I think they're good together. Okay. I think Elon Musk is part owner of the restaurant, and like that's how he got it going for him. It's mm-hmm. like he. he, he well, I guess I would be buddy buddy with my brother if he had a lot of money and yeah helped me out. He'd be okay with the pedo thing. <laughs> <laughs> like you'd be thinking, well, you know, maybe that guy is a pedo. <laughs> we should really look into that. <laughs> Pedophilia is a serious crime. <laughs> So uh, we're going to go to Colorado. We're going to have we're going to check out some Tyrannosaurus Rex tracks. We're going to check out uh Elon Musk's restaurant possibly. Yeah. It'll be a great time. Man, you're like a world traveler these days. I am. I kind of I like I'm I, like I like it. I like the places I'm going. Mm-hmm. I went to Nebraska for the past week to see my family and work on my brother's brewery website. And that was fun cuz I got to see my family that it, during a time that wasn't dead of winter. Yeah. And I got to work on a brewery website, which is a fun project. Mm-hmm. It's not like a, some sort of sterile manufacturing parts kind of website that I'm about to do for another client. And uh, I hope he doesn't listen. <laughs> well, he wants a very specific thing, so it's so it doesn't matter what I think. I just got to do it. And um, it was a lot of fun. It was in Nebraska, and recently. Uh, and they had a they had an event at the brewery today. Mm-hmm. Uh, they got all the Nebraskans together. They were all so excited. They're big red. My, my entire family turn coated away. Yeah, from from our native roots in Michigan because a we don't like Ann Arbor in general. Understandable. Yeah, and b <laughs> like they're surrounded by Nebraskans. So they so they had a big tailgate party at the brewery. Yeah. Uh, Pro Nebraska and then Nebraska versus University of Michigan football game. Yeah, and tell us you you watched the game, didn't you? I watched a half of it. 
Okay. Let's tell, tell, tell that, me how that half went. That's all it took. <laughs> okay. The other half was spent just uh, just uh, resting on laurels and yeah, and uh, applauding. Uh, did oh. Nebraska beat the crap out of Michigan? Um, if it's opposite day, yes. <laughs> okay. <laughs> yeah. Uh, boy, Michigan's not been their traditional selves the last decade or so. I mean, their their team's kind of in the the rebuilding phase. I mean, they've, I don't know. It sounds like they rebuilt at this point then. Yeah. Well, uh, Nebraska's I'm shitty proved to be, uh, an underwhelming foe. <laughs> <laughs> I, I have mixed feelings about Michigan football these days. I grew up watching it and I have fond memories of being a child and, going watching them kick the shit out of MSU and all that. Mm-hmm. But uh I don't know after after attending U of M and having that firsthand experience of how terrible Ann Arbor is, <laughs> right? It's not a good place. And then just the last several seasons they've they've been underwhelming as a as a f- athletic organization. I kind of it's like a sort of a lion's feel. To, to the fandom explain that for me because lions feel for a fandom is like you know what they haven't won a championship since yeah. 1954 but i don't care they're my team yeah like, but you know like, is that, are they like that i mean they're they're better than the lions probably mm-hmm. they're fun to watch still but i don't go in like expecting a national championship team or anything if they lose, it's like, yeah. When's the last time they won a national championship? I always thought that they... 97. Had... Oh, really? It's been 20 years, almost. 20 More years. More than 20 years. Oh, Lord. Yeah. And that wasn't like an outright championship. It was like co-national champions with Nebraska. Really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> what are the odds? <laughs> and Nebraska is now an underwhelming foe, and Michigan yeah. is just a, a dawdling little uh middle team. mediocre yeah they're gonna lose is msu to, better than michigan uh, um last well la- yeah last year i went to the msu michigan game last year and it was like just pouring rain the whole time mm-hmm. and michigan lost because they kept trying to throw the ball in like this onslaught of rain <laughs> right yeah it's like what are you doing yeah like slippery. They, I think they were a better team last year, but they fucked it up. I think they. I don't know how this year is going to go. I'm not. I don't have high hopes. Like I said, I think MSU could beat us. I think Ohio State's definitely going to beat us. Penn State might beat us. Wisconsin might beat us. <laughs> okay, so you're just listing off. <laughs> yeah, the entire division or something like that. So anyway, so Michigan's not going to be good. I don't think any of our. Our listeners care about sports. I don't know. I mean, who knows? Maybe we should start a sports podcast. <laughs> should we? Yeah, <laughs> we like to. One guy who does not know anything about sports, and one guy who's got a very like a kind of like a let's keep it at arm's length relationship yeah. with sports. I mean, you you still watch football? You still you still get down with it's, it? It's fun to watch. I enjoy it. Yeah, I mean, I used to I used to play football. I used to play in middle school. My yeah. brother played football all through high school. Um, I have a strange relationship with it. Was it like your illustrious track career? Oh, it was much like my illustrious track <laughs> career, except uh, in, in track, no matter how bad you are, you have to run. Yeah. But in football, if you're as bad as I was, you, you just go to practice, torture yourself, and then you sit on the sidelines for the game for yeah. the entire season. And they were going to have me play in the very last game. And the coach was like, because that's what they do is like they just run through the roster and be like, if you haven't played, uh, come on up, you got to play. Yeah. Uh, and they got to me, and uh, they called me up, and I was like, Coach, don't do this. <laughs> <laughs> You're just, gonna, I'm just gonna fuck it up, Coach. <laughs> just give it to someone else. I don't need, <laughs> I don't need the glory of one shit play. <laughs> where I where I where I totally look clueless in front of everybody. Just let me be on the sideline. I'm comfortable there. <laughs> I like having my pristine frickin' uniform without a single grass stain on it that I never had to wash. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. 
get away just just do it and they and and they acknowledged me in uh the end of the game huddle mm-hmm. kind of thing and the thing with being in a on a on a football team is like uh um they there there's like throughout the year like you get in the huddle and uh and like and like and like you and you and like there's like team grunts right mm-hmm. where like the coach says something and you're supposed to be like ah or something like that yeah. or you're supposed to be like yeah or something or you know you're supposed to be that kind of guy and uh it was the last game and it was the last huddle and the coach was saying some like sentimental thing about football and teamwork and working hard and stuff like that which mm-hmm. totally went whoosh, way over my head and uh i i just thought it was the cue to do that and so i just did my big oh, ah, grunt high yeah. and, like, and like it was totally silent i was one person out of like 120 people given that given that given that who uh and it's like, like the the no, slow slow clap that doesn't catch on yeah it was, but worse <laughs> because like i put a lot just as much testosterone as my little middle school body could produce behind it yeah and uh, that probably stunted my growth for the last for the next like two three years and totally affected my entire high school career of just being a person because yeah. I, I just I just wasn't on the same wavelength as anybody else. So that one very small moment is probably why we have the super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as Scottcast today, because I'm just uh, I'm just naturally uh, a misfit, and therefore I find my niche in being a broadcasting iconoclast rather than uh, a team player or a guy or a guy with with the crowd. You know? Yeah. And that well, kind of, yeah. Thank God for that. Right? If we didn't have Scottcast, then like the world might be doomed. Like we're making it our mission to tell the world, this is how you, this is how we're going to survive in the coming years. This is how humanity is going to survive. We're going to dig a tunnel and we got to study dinosaurs and max extinction events. And we got to believe in Elon Musk, but we got to get them off Twitter. Like very small things, but, mm-hmm. but all these things are necessary. And if one of these things fails, uh, so goes it all. You know, and so I'm a, I'm a very, I, I feel very at home being an iconoclast, being someone, uh, being being an, almost in a leadership role, as it were, because mm-hmm. when I'm, I'm bad at being a follower, I've, I've tried very hard mm-hmm. and I'm just really bad at it. Like there's people who are good at being like more in the follower role, more in the group role more in the teamwork role and stuff. And there's people who are better in the other thing. And it's not like one group of people is better than the other. It's just a different set of skills. Yeah. You know, people glorify the leader. People, people say, Oh, this guy, cause it's easy. It's, it's an easy story for the press to put out. Mm-hmm. Uh, Elon Musk, the face of Tesla. Right. Right. But there's a whole bunch of people in Tesla and yeah. like there's news stories going out around all day saying, Hey, maybe tesla should oust elon musk and stuff like that and maybe they got a good point maybe they don't but say it as it were elon musk is the face of tesla i do think that's interesting like how people become leaders yeah because i never wanted to be a leader but i always find myself in a position where people are like you know you should uh you should you should do this and then i'm like oh i don't I don't want to. <laughs> right? Well, the reason behind that is because most people are used to leaders who are in that position because they want to and they volunteered for it. Right. And the reason they did that is because they're dicks. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so we're, people are, are and they just wanted the prestige and they just wanted that attention. And, the, and really, that's just them and their follower instinct mm-hmm. coming to the fore. And people want you to be a leader because you you don't want that glory you don't want that uh that that self aggrandizement mm-hmm. you want to just say what's on your mind and you want it to be truthful and if it's not truthful you'll correct it and if it's incorrectable you won't back it with your whole being you 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 just you're a leader in that sense because like you you lead people to the truth you're like a shepherd you know you're protecting the flock and that's kind of what you do in your role as a therapist is i guess so you get your little sheep and they come to you and 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 you and you and you try to guide them you can't you can't push them you can't push their ass in the direction but you can guide them to water right you're a natural leader in that sense 
And that makes a lot of sense. So like maybe that's what Scottcast really is. And that's why it's so hard for us to gain a huge following because mm-hmm. we're all leaders, you know? It's a bunch a bunch of cooks in the kitchen. We're all chiefs, no villagers. What's the phrase? Something like that. Anyway, point being <laughs> like this is a this is a this is a podcast about not going with the herd, mm-hmm. about not accepting uh like this mass mentality. And I finally took a step that I'm sure all the Scott Castigators are going to applaud me for. Hold your applause. Oh. <laughs> Hold it. <laughs> I I haven't deleted it, but I am off Facebook. I deleted every single post I've ever posted on it. I've deleted every single comment I've made on it. I've deleted all the pictures and videos I've uploaded on it. I only mm-hmm. have the profile picture on it. And I've unfollowed every single person that I've ever followed on it. I use scripts, so don't think I'm crazy. Mm-hmm. And uh, so I used the computer program that kind of went in and did it all for me. But, wow, the weight off me is just immense. I go to my Facebook feed now, logged in, and I refresh it. And believe it or not, there's an end to your Facebook feed. Yeah? Yeah, and I've reached it. Cool. It just says there's no more posts to show right now. And that's it. So what's even on there now? Well, that's it. Like, I have pages I manage, and that's why I can't delete my personal mm-hmm. Facebook page, because I have clients, and I have my own personal pages. We have the Scott Cast Facebook page. We have Dino Pit. I've got uh, a new thing coming up, the Detroit Songwriter Dispatch, that's going to require a page. Um, and, I've, and I've got all my clients, and that all requires pages. And, they, and to get to a page, you have to have a personal account, because Facebook's trying to trick people into getting onto their system kind of thing but they also they claim it's because they want to rid they want to control robots but they're not doing a very good job at that so anyway i've gotten rid of it i'm completely done there's going to be no more stories of facebook arguments on scott cast but i'm sure everyone's fine with that it's for my own mental health and i think it's because facebook is a medium for followers it's a i think it should die and also that it's had its time. It has had its time, and it's it is actually dying. 100%. Yeah. If you want a shorter none stock, of, none of my kids fuck with it. It's for old people. Really? Yeah. Aha! Uh-huh. They're all on like Snapchat and uh, Kick and all that shit. Snapchat, Kick. I know Snapchat, mm-hmm. which is the weirdest app in the world, uh, as far as history is concerned, mm-hmm. because it was clearly meant for people to send pictures of their penis to other people. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) And it was clearly meant for that. It was clearly meant for that kind of thing, uh, that kind of lascivious sharing, because the whole intent of the platform is you send a message and it disappears after people view it. And for some reason, it hit the zeitgeist, and now the only thing that's on my Snapchat is, uh, don't look into this wrong, but people sending pictures of kids around. Just not not like doing weird things. Yeah. Just being kids. Mm-hmm. Like, oh look at look at my kid's so stupid. <laughs> uh, look at him. He's trying to do a handstand. Yeah. Stuff like that. Oh look at this. Uh, they've got ice cream now. Like what turned that? Like what happened that made that happen? That that enormous like turn on a dime. I don't know. I don't, I'm I don't have that app. It seems like it's. Uh just asking to be misused you're right like it's it's made for dick pics it's it's what it's for like like i've you you never see like like go on you know you're driving down the highway and you see the lion's den billboards Mm -hmm. you know and that's all for adult kind of things like uh like a you know scantily clad movies Mm -hmm. uh dildos uh beads Stuff like that. Yeah. Um, but you you never see one, like, naturally become a store for other things, like uh, flowers. Right. <laughs> or um, birdhouses. You know, the demand never shifts for those kind of stores, and it never shifts for most anything else that's Maybe useless, we should uh, target that market. Yeah? We should make some beads that you leave in. They naturally fertilize... You grow flowers. Where? 
<laughs> you can just point it. <laughs> well, um, I don't know how that would do Scott Cast any favors. I guess you would need a lot of sun, which would be... It's, I mean, you're putting it where the sun doesn't shine specifically. Right. So, like, you would have to also, because, like, people, people, you know, there's, there's stores out there where you can grow things inside. So, like, you would have to go get some lighting and, like, stick that would, up there, too. You could sell it at tanning salons or uh, nudist colonies. Tanning salons, nudist colonies. Oh, there you go. I could see it at a nudist colony. Tanning salon, I don't know, because it seems like you'd have to be in this tanning booth for a while for something to really grow. True. So it takes time for plants to grow. Have you ever seen one of those gifs or, or, or videos of sped up of like plants um, just doing things? Yeah. It's amazing. Like like you see them as living creatures when you mm-hmm. do it that way. Like uh, there's this, there's like vines, like the way they climb up mm-hmm. is they uh, they twirl around. Yeah. And they twirl around and they're kind of like reaching around and they're looking for a pole or 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 a wall or a tree probably naturally right and then they wrap around that and then and they go up and up and up and that's how they get all big and viney and then they go down from there and so mm-hmm. they become these huge things and it's just because of this very basic motion that's kind of built into them of twirling around mm-hmm. so i don't know how i don't know how it would work to make anal seeds yeah it's not a good idea. It's not. I'll admit that. Okay. I mean, because we do have some good ideas. Like, uh, I opened the Scott Cast store last time you were in here. Mm-hmm. And uh, since you've been gone, we've actually had a sale. Yeah. That's right. People are buying stuff from the Scott Cast store. People bought uh, the Scott Cast hat. Scott Cap, I called it. That's exciting. Isn't it? That's so like already the Scottcast store is bringing in more revenue than audibletrial.com forward slash Scottcast, which is a great place for you to go and sign up and get a free audiobook talking about anything ranging from horticulture to the history of leadership or dinosaurs or dinosaurs. You can get books about anything mm-hmm. or Elon Musk. There's a book on Elon Musk. I'm sure there is. So, anyways, audibletrial.com forward slash Scottcast if you haven't tried it. Go there, try it. And I'm off Facebook. And man, it feels good. It just feels great. See, that would be kind of, for me, an equivalent to the uh, the chamber we were talking about. Yeah? Yeah. Just getting rid of some of the extraneous stuff would be enough for me. Like, I, I gotta tell you, I'm, I've been more productive. Yeah. Since I've done that. Because, like, you don't know how much time you waste just looking at it. And if you and if you think about it, like I, I put uh, an app on my phone recently. That's probably what triggered this all. Mm-hmm. That um, tells me how much time it's been on, basically, and what apps I've been using. And daily, Facebook would take like an hour, two hours of just scrolling, mm-hmm. like you know, maybe here and there, not two hours at once, obviously, but right. like here and there, like just opening it up, flipping through, checking things out, writing a comment, boom, done like five minutes at a time mm-hmm. throughout the day. It takes away two hours of your day. And how many hours a day do you have? Like 24 minus eight if you're good, you know? Yeah. That's 18 hours. That's that's That goes from 18 to 16. What kind of percentage change is that? It's significant is what it is. It's uh, more than 10%. Yeah. It's just a fuck book, which I think is actually a different site. <laughs> <laughs> Don't go on that one. <laughs> or do. Yeah, I'm not going to judge you. You know, we're leaders, but we're not, we're not, uh, you know, despots. We're not um, totalitarian, authoritarian leaders. We're, we're shepherds, not dictators. We're shepherds. We're shepherds, not, not whip crackers. That's right. Yeah. We're crackers, but not whip crackers. <laughs> <laughs> that might be the title. Crackers, but not whip crackers. I like that. Uh, and while we're talking Scott Cast, while we're talking Scott Cast Shop, mm-hmm. um, the next episode I have planned is going to be a very special one, and I'm going to actually request Scott Castigators a little bit of help on this one, um, and yours too, Ian and David's. Okay, um, I'm going to put together a best of episode because this episode that we're talking on right now is number mm-hmm. forty. Nice. So we have forty episodes, including this one, of content. 
and it's getting increasingly hard to suggest an episode to people mm-hmm. and like that gets a good overview of what it is so i want to put out uh, a best of episode that gathers clips from not all 40 but like throughout the run yeah that really signifies what scott cast is like i want it to be the most entertaining hour hour and a half two hour podcast that we could come up with using the content that we've already made so if you have a something that you've heard in the scott cast past and your scott past that you need included that you want so that you can share uh the episode with your friends and family and and, and possibly uh celebrities that you know and other influencers <laughs> uh let us know at hot the number four scottcast at gmail.com or uh go to scottcast.us to the contact page and uh or tweet us but uh don't contact us through facebook and tell us what you want what what do you think is the best thing that you put you that scottcast has produced for you what mm-hmm. what time have you been rollicking with laughter? What time did we really rock your world and change your view on life? What time did we really make fun of David the best? Let us know. Are we looking for like uh, like topics that we've hit or like time stamping specific episodes? I mean, like- if you're if you're gonna if you can time stamp it, that'd be great. But like, what I'm looking for is like, okay, you know, what? I really liked uh, episode 24 where you guys talked about. Uh, you, tunnels yeah. right where you guys talked about uh, shoveling mm-hmm. and that's your gift and we'll include some bits of that okay i really liked episode number one ian personally where you said that you were going to donate your body for the cause of necrophilia yeah why not why not <laughs> why not <laughs> and so like if you have if you have something in your in your scott past history that that you really want to put out that you really want to be able to share and that you really think is uh, exemplary. Let us know. You know, if you like the reviews mom and I did, why not? We'll put it in. Yeah. We'll put in a little, little clip it, you know, it's going to be just an episode length. So like we can't, I know everyone's going to be like episode 24, just put the whole thing in. But you know, we, we need, we, we need like specific segments, a little more concise, a little bit more concise. Like, you know, we're going to include, like, what, four or five maybe in there. Something like that. Should be good. Yeah. Should be good. So the fourth member is being sued for defamation, Ian. I heard. Yep. He's, it, t- it turns out if you call a guy a pedo on Twitter, uh, they won't like it. Yeah. And one of the tweets that, uh, one of the tweets Elon Musk sent after him calling him, after calling him out as a pedo was hey i called him a pedo and uh i didn't get any letters from lawyers or anything like that so he must be a pedo mm-hmm. what are you doing <laughs> <laughs> you get off scot-free and then you're like well, you know what hey, are you gonna sue me or something uh... i expected a lawsuit <laughs> <laughs> i'm waiting for my lawsuit let's get it going i'm trying to be productive i put that in my queue for a reason so he's getting sued for calling someone a pedo. Yeah. So, like, I was, like, the last internet argument I got into, I feel like I was losing, and I almost just was like, you know what, you're a pedo. But thank God well, I read what happened to Elon when he did that. I mean, the common man's not going to be able to sue you for libel or anything. Oh, you know what, this guy I was arguing with was probably a common man. Yeah. Maybe I should have called him a pedo and kept Facebook. No. (laughs) You did the right thing. He might be a pedo, but you should have gotten off Facebook. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Okay. I feel like I did the right thing. Yeah, I don't think we should throw around accusations of pedophilia unless we have something to back it up. Yeah, and maybe... Then when when people actually do have legit accusations and we're going to be like, well, everybody's calling everybody a pedo. Like, what's, what's the deal? Yeah. And besides, if you're going to throw out the accusation of uh, pedo, is, is is a podcast really the best place to do it? I think... Uh, like maybe the authorities? I think, yeah. <laughs> like... Tell them. A lawsuit or uh, police is the best way to, to 
Can you get sued for defamation for calling the police on someone you think's a pedo? You can get sued for making... Well, you can get arrested for making a false police report. So if you're going to call someone a pedo, you should have something to back it up. Something a little substantial. Yeah. Substantial reasoning to... Not just because he... uh, Not just because you don't like him. (laughs) Because he had a a complaint about your stupid uh, idea to save some people with a submarine. By the way, Master Charles wrote in... Yeah. Um, last last episode, but you didn't listen to that episode because you want to watch Taika Waititi's... I didn't want to spoil yeah. the, uh, the film, yeah. Yeah, the film, uh, The Hunt for the Wilder People, which I suggest everybody watch. Um, but Master Charles wrote in, and mm-hmm. uh, we covered the topic with my mom. Mm-hmm. Um, he was saying how uh, if Elon Musk can't even build a crappy little submarine to rescue Thai kids, what makes me think... He's going to be able to build a giant underground city with his tunnel uh, capabilities. Yeah. And to that, I say, he's, he has a little bit more time. Like, I'm not going to give him, like, a couple of days, and I'm not going to make him race against uh, uh, scuba divers. Mm-hmm. You know? There's no scuba divers in my scenario. Yeah. Right, Master Charles? I don't know if you listened to my mom's episode, although it's a fantastically clear audio episode. I'm kind of proud of it. I wasn't proud of the first iteration. I had to go back and re-level it and redo all the audio uh, today while mm-hmm. I was while I was waiting around uh, for this episode to get recording because that's the life I live. I it's, it's, I'm just on that Scott Castle. That's just what I do. Nonstop pod, and I'm a potting machine. But anyway, it's a fantastic crisp audio episode, and that, that's my response to you, Master Charles. But here's the thing I wanted to bring up with Ian. Uh, Not necessarily the Elon Musk aspect, but he included two sets of ellipses within his email. Do you think he's deliberately trying to antagonize me? I would have to see the email. I don't know. I feel like that was like a vocal ellipses you just gave me, Ian. (laughs) I'll bring up the email. Like I said, that's why I use ellipses, because that's how I talk. That's true. I, I delete the ellipses. There's a little piece of software mm-hmm. in um, my Audacity that detects silence, mm-hmm. deletes it. You know, it's it's basically like Control F, uh, dot dot dot, uh, find and replace mm-hmm. with nothing. All right, read it out loud for the audience. You want Musk to build an underground tunnel city, but he can't even make a submarine small enough to fit inside a cave for a rescue mission. Ellipses. Just saying. Ellipses. Right? They're not even far apart from each other. So what's your concern? You think he's uh, antagonizing you? I think he's trying to antagonize me. I think Master Charles is oh. trying to screw with me. I think he wants me to get angry. I think he's uh, he's wanting you to think about it. Is that what the ellipses mean? Think? It's like, yeah, here's a, a point. Think about it for a little bit. Just saying. Just saying. Think about it for a little think, bit. Think about it some more. You know... The submarine could have worked. They never had a chance for it to work. It was a timing issue, Mr. Charles. Mm-hmm. That's right, Mr. Charles. It wasn't a it wasn't a, some some exacerbated like failure. Mm-hmm. It was just scuba divers did it better all of a sudden. How about when I'm living in my underground city with my underground Starbucks, uploading my underground podcast? You know, mm-hmm. giving underground high fives to Elon Musk. You just hang out with scuba divers, hoping that that tank has enough air. Okay? Okay? That's a message for you. Well, I think, uh, not to throw a wrench in that, but I do think Elon Musk's ventures tend to ignore some of the more, like, confounding variables Like? So there's a lot to do with this this cave thing. I don't know about cave diving, so I'm not the expert to comment on it. But you don't neither, know about spelunking. Neither is Elon Musk. <laughs> and he came up with this plan that was not feasible and, like, shit on anybody who questioned him. And, like, maybe you should talk to some experts before you formulate your plan. That's what I'm saying. So I don't know what what his underground society would look like. But again, there's a lot of variables to go around with that. 
Um, there's the different layers of the earth that have very different makeups and there's differing pressures at differing depths. Um, I'm not a geologist or a, an architect, so I can't say what the best course of action is. I think we should consult um, all of those experts as we make our plan. You know, should we actually get a geologist or an architect or somebody who is an expert to get on ScottCast and tell us about this? Maybe we should. I think that would be a great idea. I think we've hit on it. I have a buddy who's an architect. Bring him on. I don't know what he knows about geology. Well, we'll figure it out. (laughs) And if he doesn't know enough, we'll just castigate him, get him out of here. Yeah. And we'll find somebody who does. I'm Uh sure we could find somebody who knows about geology and about architecture. Yeah. A little bit, both. That's all you need. There's probably other things you need. I just... I (laughs) I don't even know enough to know who to consult. And well, neither does Elon Musk. Well, you know what? That's Scott Cast's mission right now. We're yeah. going to find somebody who knows enough about building underground cities that we can live in forever. I know that we, yeah, we can't survive on the Earth's surface for much longer. That's right. <laughs> That's right. So we have our motive, and we know the general direction we need to go. Why are we sitting on our asses critiquing Elon Musk when we could be getting our asses going in gear Finding people who can make these things happen, who can make these thoughts complete, and let's do it. We criticize Musk for not having enough information about mm-hmm. doing this. Uh, okay, let's take that consideration. Let's 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 turn that judgmental pendulum back to us. Okay, you know we don't have enough information, so let's go get that information because we know we have that problem and we acknowledge it. And fuck it, we're leaders. That's right. Yeah, we're gonna lead the way. We don't know shit about it, but we'll lead the way. (laughs) That's what a leader does. He doesn't know shit, and he finds people who know shit, and he tells them, hey, what do you know about this shit? Where should I go? And they're going to be like, you go over there. And I'll be like, okay. And then you get there, and you ask somebody else, hey, I don't know where the fuck I am. Where should I go? And they're like, go over there. And we're like, okay, everybody, come this way. And every time we go somewhere new, every time we hit a new turn, more people are following us, more expertise is gained, more resources, and within a year, we will have Scott Cast City built underground with a Starbucks. And lots of dumpsters to tackle people against. That's right. The Hamtramck Avengers are coming with us because <laughs> we need a police force. And right. I don't. I don't think the. I don't think the police force that that is typical of the of, of the world these days, where it's just some government mandated guy with a pistol. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't think that's the best police force we can have. I think the best police force we can have is something more akin to the Marvel universe. Yeah. And Hamtramck. Because I like Hamtramck. We're not going to have any guns. Let's get rid of gun violence. No, we're just going to have dumpsters and people who can tackle really good. Yeah. That's right. People who are psyched to tackle. <laughs> you know? <laughs> <laughs> not people like us who are abject failures at our uh, high school football experiences. Yeah, we're leaders, not the doers. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly the problem. That's exactly what we need to be doing, man. This is perfect. This is We're also going to get rid of the homeless problem by not having any cheese. That's right. No or cheese. Or dairy products. Yeah, and, and there's going to be plenty of room for homeless people. The, well, there's not going to be because there's not going to be any homeless people because everyone's going to have a home because all you need is a fucking shovel. Yeah. Damn it. This is This is monumental. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so glad we got to this point. Like, we just need... We just have this first step. We need, okay, uh, email hopforscottcast at gmail.com if you know someone who's into geology, right? Because that's, that's what we need besides mm-hmm. the architect. And the architect will let us know, okay, what kind of, the geologist will let us know, okay, what kind of pressure does this structure need to do? Because mm-hmm. Elon Musk was talking about how if you build it like a, like a snake kind of guy, like mm-hmm. if you if, if 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 you allow it to move and stuff like that, if you mm-hmm. there's somewhat of a flexibility in it, and it, it can withstand uh, earthquakes and it can withstand all sorts of pressure and stuff like that, mm-hmm. and movement of the earth. And like I'm down with that. I'd like to see that happen. I'd live in a snake city called Scottcast. It could spell Scottcast the whole city. So like imagine a city that uh, the map is just the Scottcast logo. Uh, you know, with more things connected. Like, yeah. You know, obviously. And, uh, yeah, I would live in the S. That would be like the Hamptons. Okay. Scott Cast City. 
Um, David can live in the O, mm-hmm. right? Because I don't know why it's a little bit farther away from the S, and that's where he can. He, he's kind of a little bit farther away, and you can live in the C. Okay. Starbucks will be in the S, so I'll have a good source of coffee. That'll be nice. I like a good caffeinated beverage. I think this is. I think this is. I think this is. I, th- I think this is us taking our social responsibility uh, by by the horns. Mm-hmm. And I think more people should be like us. Like we have a crazy idea, and maybe it's too crazy. Maybe it's not crazy enough. But what are we going to do? We're going to develop it. We're going to go further. We're not going to just stick to our first draft. We're going to mm-hmm. consult experts. And we're going to take the information we gather, and we're going to adjust. We're going to uh, observe what needs to be done. Mm-hmm. We're going to orient ourselves to the facts. We're going to decide on a next action, and then, fuck it, we're going to do it. And then once we're there, we're going to go back to observing. Okay, we just did something. Yeah. Now where are we? Okay, now where should we go? Orient. Now what should we do? Let's do it. Action. And then, what do we do? We observe. We orient. We decide. And then we act. We observe. We orient. We decide. We act. We observe. We orient. We decide. We act. We observe. We orient. We decide. We act. And before you know it, Scott Cat City is a thing. Ooda. 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 Loop. Gotta love a good Ooda loop. I love the fact that there's a train by Scott Cat's headquarters now. Because we can have it carry away the dirt. As <laughs> <laughs> perfect location. Scott Cass headquarters is going to be the door to Scott Cass City. Yeah. Scott Cass City. You know? Like our ambitions keep getting bigger and bigger. I always wondered that about about the trains that roll through here. Mm-hmm. Um so on the occasions that I get stuck at one of the crossings on my way to or from work, like half of the train is empty cars, mm-hmm. like not even with like walls, but just like... Just a flatbed? Yeah, like a flatbed or like it has like a, kind of a frame of a side, but it's not closed and it doesn't have anything inside. Okay. And I wonder why. <laughs> well, it's going back. Return journey. Okay. You know, like it's not like it's not like a train goes, drops off a load of coal, and then it picks up a load of fur. This isn't well. This isn't the colonial America where everything everyone's training beads that grow out of your. I don't ass. know. I guess uh, I thought it was like shipping containers where the whole thing kind of gets lifted off and. Maybe if they if they were going back, they would take something with them. They would save a trip or something. I don't know. All I know is that they've got plenty of space to haul dirt away. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You know, so we got plenty. We got we got we got exactly what we need. You know, so let's get these architects in here. Let's get these uh, let's get these builders in here, mm-hmm. and let's do this. Because question, yeah, does United States of America? Because, like, here's the thing, is, like, you can dig under things as much as you want, pretty much, if you go further down, far down enough. Like, there's no property lines that extend downwards. I'm not sure that's true. You're not sure that's true? Because people own oil fields. People own oil fields. You can't buy property next to it and dig diagonal and get that oil. That'd be sweet. (laughs) (laughs) Like, okay, now we need a lawyer. <laughs> Let us know. Because I want to know if we build a Scott Cass City, if it and can I'm be sure my own still, jurisdiction. Like, there's still zoning laws that would matter Well, like, if you were building underground. We would just get a permit to build a hole. Like, people get permits all the time to build holes. Yeah. You know? People build holes for a bunch of different reasons. We'll just say we're building a basement. You know? And by the time Scott Cass City is built, what are they going to do? Close it? No, it's a whole city. There's people living down there. You can't just close the city. In fact, it's a sovereign city. Maybe we should just, like, secretly do it. Yeah. Like, they already dug up your alley out back. Right? We gotta start. Bam. That saves us, like, five feet of digging. Exactly. (laughs) You know? And I hear, like, I hear a lot of the road construction people are going on strike. Yeah. They're just gonna leave it like that. 
I think there might be a backhoe down there as well. Boom. Shit. Scottcast City is becoming a very strong reality. And I'm so excited. Until the house collapses on us. <laughs> oh, damn it. <laughs> Shit. <laughs> Kyle. <laughs> Should have talked to an engineer. God damn. Damn it. We just couldn't get him on the guest. <laughs> we were too busy trying to get celebrities on. All right. So I feel like that was a good Scott cast. I feel like it was a good, concise Scott cast. We've been pulling yeah. out these two-hour Scott casts a lot. I feel like uh, I feel like this is a good solid hour of a Scott cast. We've covered a lot of ground. We we have a lot of asks from people. Yeah. And hopefully Scott Cast City makes it to the best of Scott Cast episode 41. So you you'll hear it already again. <laughs> <laughs> I want to hear that one more time. Yeah, that's right. You know, we got to share that thing. Cuz my intent with it is mm-hmm. I want people to uh I want people to take the best of episode mm-hmm. and I want them to share it. Yeah, you know, I want, I want, I want you to share it with people. I want Master Charles to share it with people. I want Sabelle to share it, David to share it. Uh, let's get Ghost Pussy to share it. Why not? Yeah, and let's let's get everybody who's ever been involved in Scottcast to share it, and then let's let's see if let's see how viral we can get the best of Scottcast to get. Yeah. And then from forty two on, you know, we're just we're just gathering support for Scottcast City. That's right. You know, and by the time we get this thing built, by the time we get the expert opinions in, by the time we get the funds for shovels, we we will have <laughs> we will have such a massive following that we will populate this city with purely exceptional people, purely people of good faith, of good standing, people who are smart, people who are daring, people who are willing to innovate, people who are willing to take risks. And we will become the secret rulers of the earth living underground. We will be the Illuminati. Scott Caston. I'm excited. <laughs> Man, October is coming up, too. Oh, yeah, Halloween. We should do some more... Uh... Oh, we need to do a Halloween episode, 100%. Yeah. Like, what should we do for a Halloween episode? I mean, I got lots of bad movies we could review. Oh, we're going to have a bad movie review, like, marathon. Yeah. Yeah. I mean... Odds are we're not going to be able to get an engineer, then an architect, then a scientist, then a zoning law lawyer, mm-hmm. then then all these people all at one go. So for Halloween, let's do let's do some sort of let's do a bad movie themed Halloween and maybe do a video of it too. That'd be fun. You know, we can do like a like a fella in town, Addison uh, Bynick, I think his name was. I don't know his name, but. Um, he does a uh, Tro Masterpiece Theater, yeah. which is a fantastic little video he created, a uh, little DVD where he watches a trauma film and he does the Masterpiece Theater silhouetting with it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, since he's in town, we can't do that. That's two. <laughs> uh, the two on the nose. But we could do something similar. Yeah. Uh, we could, let's, do a, let's do a Scott Cast video Halloween special. I would love that. Let's do it. Let, like, let's make a fictional... Let's just, let's do a, let's do a straight up fifteen minute story, like a fifteen minute movie with okay. script and everything. Okay. Let's let's make it so that we kill David at the end. Okay. I'm so excited, <laughs> David. I hope you're listening. <laughs> Alrighty. We should solicit from our Scott Cast Scott Castigators, uh, okay. like how how bad they want these movies to be. Okay. How bad do you like, want? these Do movies? they want? If our if our Halloween review special kind of thing is going to be reviews, like do they want? Sort of the classic. You want us to review 90, like Freddy Krueger? Yeah, like the 90s to... stuff we grew up with and uh-huh. like our take on that? Or do they want like schlocky, worst of the worst? Okay. Like, do you want us to do uh, like... Necromantic? Necromantic like... too. <laughs> <laughs> Listen to episode one. And if you want more of that, <laughs> we will do more of that for, for Halloween. We'll make it a great Halloween special. I'm so excited. It's gonna be great. I'm always excited for that. Yeah, this kind of thing. But. Yeah, let's 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 do let's do this. We'll do it for Ian. Yeah, do it for Ian. All right. With that, uh, we have a new uh, we have a new uh, closing. We're not bidding adieu anymore. What is, what's what's it gonna be? Uh, uh, see you later, Scott Castigators. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we'll go with that. <laughs> 
All right. Thank you for listening to this super colorful original telecommunicated transmission, otherwise known as ScottCast. Share with your friends. Buy from the ScottCast shop at ScottCast.us. And most importantly, I'll see you later, ScottCastigators. Castigators.